Welcome, everyone, to That Kind of Nerds podcast, a weekly show that tells you what is going on in the nerdy world. Welcome, everyone. Wait, no. <laughs> no, it's oh. not you, Brian. It's not you this week. Oh, no. <laughs> I am back. I am CJ Mellon, joined by the fantastic Josh Burns and Brian Thornton. What up? Nice to have you back, CJ. Thank no, you. nobody missed you. Don't even. <laughs> oh, stop it. I uh, missed him. Even I, if you didn't miss him, I missed him. I gotta say, uh, I got to listen to the last two episodes as a listener. I didn't know what the topics were going to be. I, I didn't know what was going on. I didn't listen to anything beforehand. Uh, and it was a lot of fun. You guys had a you guys did a good job. So I, I, I'm glad to be back. Why do you sound so surprised? No, I just... So glad to have your seal of approval, asshole. <laughs> No, you guys did a great job. I'm so surprised. You guys normally suck. I didn't say it was, it was like it. It was kind. It was kind of like you did. You did good, even though I wasn't there. Which is a shock. Is how it sounded in my head. Yeah, that, and that's how I took it. Look, okay, it was less than structured. We've taken the feedback from several listeners. We understand <laughs> and less structure moving forward. It was less than structured. No structure. I enjoyed it. <laughs> And and like I had so I like I like, I like Brian's dad like you guys need CJ there <laughs> moderating your shit and then I got my wife like okay hey, wife. you guys you guys kind of my wife my Sorry. wife she, okay well you kind of went long here and well then also here well then here and I'm like the goddamn show was 94 minutes long <laughs> yeah we went long we it went was- long. You it know was, what it was before Brian edited? Two hours. This, this is true. <laughs> <laughs> it was like two hours and ten minutes. It was, just, it was just the two wow. of us sitting here talking for two Jeez. hours. So, yeah, all right. The listeners got maybe a little bit more than they bargained for. Um, but I blame uh, CJ for not being here. So sorry. I, I blame CJ for a lot off, of things. Which I haven't done since episode 50. 51. Oh. It was 51 was the last time I took a vacation. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for Brian to unveil his wonderfully done, handcrafted, and artisanal picks for the month of July. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Blockbuster. <laughs> Brian, take it away! Oh, yeah, I got introduced. Um, okay, so, um, July, the late month, not a ton <laughs> happening. For good reason. And I'm... I don't know why. They're like two movies that are just going to dominate the entire fucking summer. So. I was really thinking, well, I'm not really even excited is what you're saying. I'm extremely excited because July 2nd, Spider-Man Far From Home comes out. Yep. That's extremely exciting. Spider-Man Far From Home comes out July 2nd. If you're listening to this podcast when it airs, that is tomorrow. I will be getting a root canal and then hopefully seeing it. Root canal. Yes. I will go through whatever pain. Fun with that. The day after, the day after, a weird, weird, culty, wicker man type horror yeah, movie. I don't know what to make of this. It looks weird. It looks good. It looks sorry, good. It's called Midsummer. It doesn't look good. It stars, what's her name for fighting with my family? Charlotte Pugh, something Pugh. Yes, yes. Caroline Pugh. Nobody cares. Sure. She's in the new Black Widow movie, too. Anyway. Nobody cares. She's awesome. If horror is your thing, it's not. It's not this. This movie has gotten really good reviews, but I'll never see it. It's like I, I, no, I will I see it. Okay. No worries. Tell me if if at the end you leave and go not the bees because then I'll just won't. Well, go. that's Wicker Man. I know, but if it's like Wicker Man, I'm not. Going. But that's Wicker Man. Okay, all right. Um, the week after, 
after all the burgers and hot dogs and fireworks festivities, festivities, <clears throat> festivities, uh, Stuber comes out with um, Dave Batista, and I cannot remember his name from Silicon Valley. He drives an Uber. It's that the whole reason it's called Stuber. This looks fun. I like seeing a different side of Dave Batista. I'll probably watch it on HBO when it's available. I'm, it's an A-list movie. I'll go see it on, on my A-list. Right. What I like about Stuber too is it 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 strikes me a little bit as like a good like eighty or nineties like weird buddy cop movie. Yeah. And then they kind of just like take it up to another level. It's just the it's just the midsummer comedy. It's gonna get lost in the shuffle, but I mean it's gonna be. I'm sure people will discover it on Netflix and really enjoy it. I'm that's all I'm saying. It it reminds me of like the advertising reminds me a little bit of what I liked about the bodyguards advertisement or the hitman's bodyguard. Okay. I was going to say, sorry, the hitman's the bodyguard, bodyguard was you know, Kevin Costner. Yeah. Different movie. I, I, I like this and I like the different side that you're seeing out of Dave Batista where it's not quite Drax, but it's still, he's got know, a comedic hard side. Edge. To him. He does. Well, have I mean, a yeah, side. He's, well, I mean, we know he's got a comedic side to him. It's yeah, nice his to timing is the best, it. but it's all right. Right. And Camille Najani is just mm-hmm. like, Hey, I get to be Camille Najani. And also I'm in an action movie. That's pretty fucking cool. So yeah, I'm down for this. I don't know that this is the buddy cop movie I need though. Uh no. But it's 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 one that the world deserves, but not necessarily right now. <laughs> July nineteenth, the it's not live action. I hate I hate when people call it live action because it's the not. CGI version of the Lion King comes out. The one where it looks like it's live, but it's not at all. Yes, the I mean, Donald, if they made it live action, on, could you imagine? Not excited. You've seen the trailer. Oh, Who's we're all excited, 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 but I, it's not a live action. This is not live action. I'm not saying it's live action. I know you're you not. Those are real could lions. Could you imagine training real lions? That would be great. To Those talk? are real lions out there. They're talking. <laughs> They're walking they made, around. They They're made feeling that lion the love. sound like Beyonce, right? They made that lion sound like Beyonce. I mean, That's incredible. If I were going to train a lion to talk, I, I'd want her to sound like Beyonce, too. And, and Donald Glover. I agree with you, man. But um, I would make my scarf sound like Jeremy Irons. Uh, I, 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 I will not pass judgment. We have not truly seen the performance. We've just seen I, I, you know, a little bit in the trailer. I will judge once I see the movie, which comes out July 19th. But as long as we're talking about things that we're excited for, Quentin oh, Tarantino's please. new movie comes out July 26th. Dude, so good. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Tarantino's what is his ninth? Tenth. Ninth. Tenth. I thought it was tenth. That was ninth. I think it's ninth. Uh, well, well, no, hang on. Hateful Eighth was Hateful Eight was his eighth movie. You're right. It's his ninth. So it's his ninth. Um, I, I I cannot wait. I'm I'm on record as uh the resident Tarantino uh fanboy slash expert slash Labradoodle. Labradoodle. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, I hate you. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, and look, I give me all the Tarantino all the time. I'm really stoked for it. Seems really good. Now, listen, listeners. Uh, normally, we end our, our blockbuster segment with saying, "And you have the power to tell us what movie to see," but you don't this month, okay? Because we're all going to go see Spider-Man: Far From Home, and we're going to release a spoiler cast for that exclusively on our Patreon feed. So, if you want to hear our fantastic thoughts on that at length, gotta go check out the Patreon feed. Oh. And also. Great, My great thoughts movies. are fantastic. Uh, it's very true. <laughs> yes. If you want to hear Brian and Josh's fantastic thoughts and hear me just go, I liked it, then, you know, go check out the Patreon. It's, That's it's not really how good. it goes because you always, you never like anything ever. That's not true at all. 
You're I a can, disliker of things. I can go through I, your you Instagram want... feed and find like six movies that were actually not bad that you were like, this was terrible. Hey, I did not like Men in Black, sir. I did not like Men in Black. Uh, your your favorite pastime is shitting on things. This that is, is not true. true. I gave Rocket Man like an A something. You're right? a professional shitter of things. That is not true. I, I need to defend my honor now. I gave Rocket Man an A+. Plus. I gotta be honest. I haven't on seen things. Rocket Man yet. I'm a sure it's plus. wonderful. You oh, gave shit, one movie an A+. Congratulations. Well, now that we are done with the blockbuster, let's start off this show the way that we love to do with the world of comics. See what's affecting TV. See how it's affecting movies. But most of all, how is it affecting Brian? Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Cape Talk. Cape Talk. Brian, I believe you threw this into the, the, the notes here. There is a rumor that uh, six of the Batman's villains are apparently being reported on and revealed. My bigger question is, is there going to be six villains in this Batman movie with Robert Pattinson? Uh, it's pro- it's, it's got to be more than one movie. Okay, good. So this isn't like a Sinister Six thing where we're like, here's all the villains ever, all at the no. same time. No, it's no. it's just rogues. It's just rogues gallery. It's not. Brian, talk to me because you seem to disagree with that. Brian, there's no way. There's no way. This movie takes place in Arkham. I believe there are six villains in one movie. Oof. This there's Ooh. there's at least and there's speculation because this is a casting call. So they're basing it off of the descriptions of the people they're looking for. There are three that deserve their own movie and three that could be in one movie. Yeah, I'm okay with you like Suicide Squad a little three of these these guys. So well, the, I, look, the, I think I think I think Catwoman, Firefly, and the Mad Hatter could be one movie, but I, I think the Penguin, the Riddler, and Two Face need separate movies. I agree. You're getting them all in one movie. I hope you like it. <sighs> no, it's oh, no, that's too much. Yeah, that's way too much. It's too it's too much that that several of these villains are super charismatic on their own. And are not team up type like other than um, Brian, what, what's that scene where they're all sitting at the table in the park? It's an animated uh, killing joke in the park. Yeah, they were they, they were like outdoors. They were like outdoors in like a thing all sitting around a table. The Mad Hatter, Penguin, all these people were there. That's like a fever dream. <laughs> I, I, I swear to God, it's. It's like the Killing Joke or or, or something. It's definitely I, I, not the Killing Joke. All right. Well, it's it's an it's a Batman animated movie. Uh, like I get it, but it's still too much. It's too much for a live action movie. So the I mean I agree. The, I I think doing all of those characters is, will be way too much, especially when you've got to introduce a new Batman and a little bit of his backstory and his mythos. You really don't. It, it's Batman. Jesus, now it, Brian, we don't now need we, another fucking origin. It's Batman. I'm not we saying have, origin. Brian, Whoa, I'm not to, saying origin. We have to cast this next week. You want to cast? You want to cast the Batman? These, I mean, these six, the 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 gallery of rogues. Yeah, I think we should cast these six. Yeah, I sign up for that one. There we go. Yay! Something to listen for next week. I I think just though, honestly, I really hope it's just a couple cameos, maybe for a few of these or a couple setups, but. I really only need one villain in this movie. This is we're starting a new Batman story. Don't give me two or three. That's just that's not going to work. It's, it's, oh, six is not giving right two out. or three. They're giving you six. <laughs> six, no, six. Crazy talk. But I mean, it's DC, so I mean, you know, it could it could be six plus two. Who knows? I could see Two Face like you know breaking out of his cell and being like, "I'm out, bitches," and then just roll like just rolling yeah. out. You know what I mean? Like so. 
and and like you said, I think quick cameos would be good from a couple of these, especially um, if if they're serious about Robert Pattinson. Oh, okay. Like I'm not gonna. I'm if not they're bail- gonna if they're gonna go like this detective route, which is the 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 premise that we've he's heard so far. Super. He's a super young Bruce. Wayne. That he's gonna be like the ultimate detective, right? It's, t- it's top to make him like a noir detective again and make make him kind of that kind of character. That's right. Early, early, early yeah. Batman. I can see him them going to just like Brian said, going to Arkham, and yeah, you see all these six people. But like, I need a really good villain for him to go against if he's the world's greatest detective. I don't need six. That's excessive. That's, Pick that's one, too Brian. much. Pick the one you want to see. Ooh. The one villain I want to see in a Batman. Out of movie? these, six. no, 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 in this one, out, out of, of these, these six, six with Robert Pattinson, yeah. Batman. Yeah, because we can't say Joker because that's the that's the answer. The answer he's is Joker, pe- but we can't say Joker. Out of these six, who who do you want to see? Hold, please. Now, these six, who do I want to see be the main villain? Yes. Riddler. Oh, that would be a lot of fun. Especially if you're going with Detective, right? Uh, that'd be that'd be a great start for it. Mm-hmm. I approve. Mm, I'm glad you approve. Who who don't you want to see? Who's the one you're just like, oh, please don't do that. Right Firefly, now. who gives a shit? I don't even know who that is. I personally have never been a fan of the Penguin. Not a fan um, of the Penguin? Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito does not a does not is not anything like what the penguin should no, be. And B, I know, I know. B, I just don't think the penguin's an interesting enough character. I think penguin is great as a side character. Yeah, I'm 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 not advocating for for penguin as the main villain in in any. You just said he could hold his own movie though. I I do think he can hold his own movie. I'm I don't. Not so sure I he don't. Can. I don't think it's the first one, and I think it depends. How you cast the penguin uh, again, like Danny DeVito played the penguin like as a grotesque, and that that's not necessarily who the penguin was. Um, you you do the penguin if they do the penguin at all, it is a, a side villain, sub villain who is a rival billionaire of Wayne who also has some drug operations on the side or is funding the entire thing, like like um, Justin Hammer. In Iron Man Two, yeah, no, okay. I, I, that's I, what you do I, with I agree. Penguin. I agree completely. I don't. I don't. That's not I, its own I, movie, I, though. I that's, that's a side villain. He, what What I'm saying is, he's right, but he 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 wasn't a grotesque as portrayed by Danny DeVito. Um, it, it it's just, it's it's a complex character that you that can I believe can hold its own movie. Firefly, Catwoman, neither of them can. Well, listen. Uh, obviously, some fun stuff. Uh, at least we can stay tuned for next week where we will go ahead and cast. Uh, these six villains uh, for for the Batman, and then hopefully maybe we can kind of come to see a decision as to who we would like to see once we have some names uh, in our heads attached to it. So that's going to be a lot of fun. So if a high school students can pull off a play about the sci-fi movie Alien, why not some Marvel superheroes? As a matter of fact, Marvel just said, "Fine, here you go. Here are a list of plays that we will approve for you to do in school," which I thought was kind of interesting. We have Squirrel Girl goes to college. Hammered, a Thor and Loki play. First off, it's called it's called Hammered. Okay. Yeah. All right. That, that's fine. And Mirror of Most Value, a Miss Marvel play. Uh, three little plays that are designed for children of young ages that are completely licensed to be in school. I mean, it's a hell lot of better than doing, you know. Are the children completely licensed to be in school? I'm confused. <laughs> yes. Because they're fully licensed. That's what you made it sound like. 
No, the plays are licensed to be done. Are they taking their Uber copter from their home to their school because they're licensed? If you're not doing that, I don't know what kind of high school you even went to. Okay, I mean, just, how can you call it high school if you don't? Oh, and that, is that about? Uh, is that the quintessential high school experience? I must have missed that. This is a cool idea. I, you know, I, I have uh, I have children who are involved in in drama in their school. Um, this would be you know way better than like watching Annie Junior, for instance. But uh, as it stands, I think any any school. Um, would probably get some some you know influx of revenue into their drama club if they did one of these. As a person who's put on a couple of productions in college, who's had to do the whole process of you know getting a license and and getting the the scripts and kind of doing all the the legal minutia in order to do this, uh, from, their process actually seems really easy and pretty inexpensive. From what I can gather, they're not really hitting you with a whole lot of fees; just a few of them. Uh, and then it's opening you up to do a, a lot. And if you're not doing like if you're doing them for free, you still have to pay for the show. So at least like, you know, yeah, you throw your local theater program a few bucks to do this. But um, it's it's pretty cool. I mean, it's I mean, honestly, it's about seventy five dollars for per performance. That's that's really that's really cheap. That's really inexpensive. Uh, it sounds like it'd be a lot of fun. What if. I would like to do a one-man play for my fiance in my living room. How much do I pay? Then? Well, that's fine because Brian, that is that is not a public performance, so that's oh, okay. Okay. Right. If you're doing, a and you can perform- be as naked as you want, absolutely, except for when- Squirrel goes to college. You yeah. Yes, that. you probably less naked because she'll Squirrel go for your nuts. Girl. That's right. Yeah, because you know acorns. <laughs> You guys took my joke and not in the direction that I thought so, but okay. I'm good yeah. with that. I approve of this joke. <laughs> glad, glad we could do that. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, Josh, you have kids that are in the theater. It is uh, some of the, the, the access that uh, the place that they have. You're just like, oh, great. I don't really care. I don't really care about Oklahoma. If I say Oklahoma again, I'm right. gonna go crazy. you know, you know what, though? They, 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 they work hard and they do a great job. And I've been pleasantly surprised at their performances the past couple years. So like I'm never like, I'm always going to encourage this kind of stuff. But like if the subject matter was more say, you know, culturally relevant topical, like say comic book stuff, like people might be super interested. It might be a, a better revenue generator for the school. All right. Well, now that we're done talking about the world of comics, let's turn our attention to movies in a segment that we call Screen to Stream. Got a couple trailers that we need to talk about. Uh, the Didn't first we? one. What? Let's start off with Charlie's Angels, uh, the third remake of this franchise. Fine. Are you including television? Yes. Because that is like the fifth. Is it really? Oh, that's pretty right, sure it they twi- tried it twice on TV. Um, you know, Elizabeth Banks is Bosley. That that's fine. Uh, uh, Elizabeth mean, Banks directing as well. Yes, Kristen Stewart, Naomi Scott, and uh, Ella. Uh, Ella, Ella, A, A, Lincoln, Lincoln. I'm totally, totally on board for this. I was not on board at first. I, this trailer sold me. I, yeah, this trailer. The really trailer good. is unbelievable. The trailer's really, really good. Also, was that Patrick Stewart or did I like? Yes, it was Patrick Stewart. Another reason for to go see it was not expecting Patrick Stewart. And I, uh, I just, I'm watching. I was like, who is this blonde at the beginning with the long hair? And I'm like, wait, is that Chris 
Kristen Stewart. Stewart. You know, I honestly no. don't like. I don't hate Kristen Stewart in this role. She's the she's the Drew Barrymore. Do you right? know why? She's not acting with her jaw. She's actually using her the rest of her face. Yeah, she's, she's not walking around going. Ugh, she's all the actually time. acting. Um, but she, but Brian, she's the Drew Barrymore, right? I, I mean, I guess I, I didn't catch. I don't know. I don't know if they're the same characters. Wait, really? No, I didn't like, catch they're their gonna, names. They're gonna no, no. Forget the names. Like they're still gonna fit in. No, no. Don't roles. forget the names. That's actually really important. It is really important to the IMDb's. A few moments later, Naomi Scott is Ella or Elena Hoglin. Yeah, that's not a thing. Kristen Stewart is, is that Sabina Wilson. That's also not a thing. These are all new characters. So these are all new characters. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, oh. she's yeah, the Jane Drew Barrymore. Kona? She's like the the, the right, the architect, all, uh, the, the the character type, the Drew tough Barrymore. girl, the yeah, right. She, uh, I, I don't view her as a tough girl. She struck me as a um, as the nerd. No, I think she's the tough girl. I think. Mm, if she was a Spice Girl, what Spice Girl would she be? Would it, would it be sporty? You got the the brunette who's the Cameron Diaz character, sort of the the doe eyed, charming, blah 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 blah. And then the other one is the tech girl, the Lucy Lou. I I I don't. Th- I'll be honest. From what I saw, I don't think it is a straight comparison in the sense that they're I don't playing think so either. People. Yeah, they they seem to be doing their own. They seem to still have some of the qualities of those characters. They just have not. a guy named Charlie, have a girl named Bosley, well, and have three angels. Well, no, I, I'm just it. saying. I don't even think one of them necessarily is the tech person, right? The, the typical things that you see in these kinds of movies, where it's like that person is that character type, and that person is that character type. They seem to have a little bit of more than one character to him and and in a good way it seems like it's a fully formed character which is such a weird thing for me to say about charlie's yeah, angel I, I love the trailer i think the trailer's spectacular yeah that's definitely sold on it i was not expecting to i was really expecting to come in and go hey guys Kristen stewart hasn't uh, gotten better at acting in the last five movies that don't she's even with. don't even care i like <laughs> it's really good me, i was actually me. sold yeah and it's nice to see the the woman who played kimberly in uh power rangers right she who just played jasmine in uh, aladdin right naomi scott Naomi Scott. She was really nice. I like her. You Rising just said Star. her name like five minutes ago. How I, did you forget it? I forget. My name is two letters long, Brian. If it wasn't, I would have forgotten my own name by now. I'm not going to remember a celebrity. That was going to happen. It's like part of your job to remember celebrities for this. I know it's not your job because you don't get paid <laughs> to do this, but well, it's it's for this. Right. Well, but who are you? I hate you. <laughs> I did not miss you at all. Okay, so John's on board for this. Josh, are you ready for this? Uh, this movie. Who's this John? Oh, I'm so, is that on your name? Oh fuck! God damn it! Ah, uh, you're funny. I still uh, hate it's you. Not funny at all. Not funny at all. I, 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 I think I said a few times. Uh, yeah, this looks spectacular. Gimme. All right, the next trailer that uh, was actually suggested to us by a fan. So thank you, Josue. Uh, was the trailer for the movie Midway, which will be starring, and, and this was weird when I read it, so it's happening now. Mandy Moore, Nick Jonas, and Woody Harrelson, and uh, and 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 the and the bad guy from uh, uh, what's his name for the bad guy from uh, Fast uh, Fast Six there, right? Uh, no, uh, no, no. The guy who played Owl in uh, Luke Evans. Yes, he wasn't. He wasn't the bad guy. In no, Fast he Six. wasn't Six. You're right. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I didn't see Fast 6. Yeah. Fast. What? Stopped after 5, I think. Stop it. Paul Walker's still alive in my Fast and Furious. So you, you stopped right when the movies start getting good. <laughs> so here's the thing about here's the thing about Midway, right? So like the, the, the Battle of Midway itself, 
uh, is uh, a, a super, super famous American naval battle um, spearheaded by uh, uh, Admiral Nimitz. Uh, please, I think I'm right, but Admiral Nimitz is 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 what comes to mind. But the the thing is, the the thing that Admiral Nimitz had, and I'm I'm almost positive it's Nimitz. And if I've said it five times and I'm fucking wrong, then so be it. Um, but it was one of the early like American um, code breaking type early things, yeah, right? Yes, um, and 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 that's how they gained their advantage, and that's how they won the Battle of Midway. Um, yeah, it's an interesting movie. Um, you know, Nick, Nick Jonas and Mandy Moore and, uh, Patrick Wilson, they don't really inspire (laughs) a ton of confidence in the movie itself. Um, but it is a really great story. What are you talking about? They're three great actors. Listen, nerds, if you, uh, have any interest in, um, how World War II ended, this is sort of. Um, really a big part of it. Um, so like, I, I would say, I would say, listen, you know, listen to a podcast or watch something about the battle of Midway. I'm not sure that I'm going to endorse the movie itself. So first off the, the, the first off, I don't know what the hell Josh is talking about with the actors. They're all wonderful actors, but the only thing that gives me pause is it's directed by Roland Nagmerich. If you don't know who Roland Nagmerich is, I will give you some of his highlights. Are you ready? Yes. Ready. Stargate. Independence Day. Love Independence Day. Yeah. Everybody does. Universal Soldier. Good uh, stuff, right? Okay. Godzilla. The, the nineteen ninety eight project one? The nineteen ninety eight Godzilla. Uh, all right. The day after tomorrow. Like the day. Ten thousand BC. Twenty twelve. Nope. White House Down. Independence uh, I, Day Resurgence. I liked White House Down. He is very hit or miss. Hey, my problem is it's like this shouldn't be an action flick. And that's what it looks like. I, it's, psst, psst. I don't think it is. I think the trailer is very misleading. That'd be good for. I think I think 80% of the movie is Patrick Wilson alone in a room. <laughs> it's just like. You know what? That's a good point. This may be this may be some bait and switch in here. I think I think all the action scenes at the, in very the trailer end. are in the la- are in the beginning. Well, 10, 15 minutes with the attack on Pearl Harbor. It should not be an action no. flick. And at the end with the Battle of Midway. And I think that is it. So bookended by action. I the think rest this of it is, is an hour and a half of talking heads, Patrick Wilson. We're going to get attacked. No, we're not. White House down. Like, you know, it's what's, just- you know what's, what, what's funny is that like, so Patrick Wilson. Okay. Uh, all right. He's not terrible. No. But then you've got Mandy Moore and and Luke Evans, neither of which are any good. Wait, you watch This Is Us. How can you yeah, say I don't, Mandy I, Moore is Mandy not Moore good? Mandy Moore has gotten so much better over she's the last not, few years. She's not. She's not good. No, how freaking dare you, sir? That, calm down. Uh, I'm gonna let but, CJ fight but this they, fight. They sort of bury the lead with Dennis Quaid and Aaron Eckhart. Like those are good actors. Yes, yeah, they they're also probably in three minutes each. That see, that's kind of what I'm saying. Is that I just I feel like the the movie probably wasn't cast appropriately and it's not going to be great. And it's a really good story that nobody's going to understand because it's going to be overcome (laughs) with bullshit action. Yeah, I think you're completely wrong on this. 
Yes, you always think I'm completely wrong on basically everything. (laughs) That is not true. (laughs) I trust your taste in beer and and some movies. You're the worst. You're you're the absolute. (laughs) You're the absolute. I thank you for that compliment. God, (laughs) your travel acumen is the greatest. You're just sure is. You're just oh god. Listen, I, it colored me intrigued, but I, I, when Brian said it, I, I, that's when the light bulb went, oh, fuck, I think you're right. I think they are going to bait and switch this movie, Josh. I think they're going to advertise it as, hey, did you like Pearl Harbor, but also didn't like Michael Bay? Well, we got something better for you. And then it's like, hope you like the imitation game, because that's the movie you're getting by. <laughs> so what's next? Slowly walk out of, slowly walk out of frame. So I think that's probably what's going to happen. So buckle up. Let's see if we get another trailer, see if that kind of sheds any more light on it there. Our our final trailer was also given to us by a fan, but I, I like that the top comment for YouTube uh, really kind of explained it all. James Bond 25 got an official teaser trailer. Now, listener, uh, listener, if you're keeping up with the drama of Bond 25, first off, who are you? Can I talk to you for like 10 minutes? I just need to know a little bit more about your life. But uh, basically, the, a studio probably said this, and I'm going to steal this YouTube comment here. <clears throat> uh, executive, we need a trailer. But, sir, we have almost no footage that the main star is injured. We've switched directors so many times. I don't even know who has it. We don't even have a title for it. Executive. Yeah, well, we have a song and it's got the words undercover mission in the lyrics. So it's perfect. Now just aim a camera at our cameras and then our cameras will go ahead and make a trailer out of that. Goodbye. I thought uh, I thought James Bond was directing a movie. Like I didn't, I I watched, I watched this and I was like, it looks like, is is this Argo? Like, are they doing like an Argo thing with James Bond? James Bond directing a movie? Right. That would be amazing. This really is just the fact that this movie is in shambles and they literally throw some behind the scenes footage together, called it a trailer. But it says, that's not a trailer. That's a music video. It says Daniel Craig and Rami Malek. And yeah. Yeah. Rami Malek's been cast for a while now. Correct. Yes. He's gonna be the he's gonna be the bad guy. Yeah, he's gonna be the bad guy. I can't also, wait. who cares? It's not a real trailer. It doesn't matter. I can't wait now. It's now Daniel Craig wait. walking around slowly while people fine. Go in the Daniel background. Daniel Craig walks <laughs> around slowly. Totally fine. No, this is Daniel Craig going. I really, I don't want to do. I don't want to do another one of these fucking movies. Get me out of this. Give me something else. And they're like, uh, here's a Sony product. Does that help you? No. That doesn't help me at all. Robbie Malice going, I got an Oscar. I literally just got an Oscar. And a director just going, I don't know. We've had more directors than the Flash movie. I don't know what we're doing. You figure it out. This is uh, not a trailer. This is a this is a featurette that you get it's on the not DVD. Gonna stop. It's, it's not going to stop this movie fine. from being made. Like, it's James Bond. They're making the movie. But it's not fine, Josh. It's just not. Here's the thing. Why not? You, you have to raise this, your standards a little bit for a movie that's supposed to be coming out soon. James with Bond. no footage. I don't I don't need to raise my standards above. Oh, it's is it fucking James Bond? Yeah. Oh, it's James Bond. There's been I'm plenty of bad James Bond movies, sir. I'm also not, worried about what not not in the last decade. Spectre was not that good. Are you Spectre you, was great? Spectre was, it was nice. not great. Spectre was fine. Spectre was admirable. Wait, 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 movie. no, no, no. Spectre was fine. There yes. has not been a bad Daniel Craig James Bond movie. Quantum of Solace was garbage. Quantum of Solace was garbage. There, you're out what? of Quantum of Solace was hot garbage. What? Yes. Sh- shut up. It, no. It, I, I, no, I said it. it hot, hot garbage? garbage? No. I disagree yep. with you. Hot garbage. Not no. at all. It was. No. It was 
all right. It was there has not been a bad Daniel Craig James Bond flick. Josh, Josh, I've never seen I've never seen so many chase scenes in one movie. It, it was all I should have. You should you forget named, about Ronin? Should have just named the movie chase scene the movie no there was Ronin, a boat chase Ronin was there was chasing. a boat chase that's how the movie starts Ronin and then was three words of dialogue the and then a, a, a foot chase and then a car chase and then he's in the desert and then a building burns roll credits it's not a good movie dude skyfall is great casino royale is great disagree very much i just about. learned something about you brian and i'm a little uh I'm a little ashamed that now I know that knowledge. It's one of those things I wish I didn't know about you. I take my Bond movie seriously. What? So do I. Just, I, I think that's a little. Wow. All right. So let, hold on. Let's get back to some common ground. Casino Royale is fantastic. Yeah, I love Casino Royale. Fantastic. And we can agree that uh, Pierce Brosnan is a shitty Bond, right? We're all OK with that one. Yeah, no. he's awful. God no. awful. No, yes. he was a terrible Bond. No, he was not. Oh God, we're gonna. He's better. Oh. He's better than Timothy Dalton and George oh, Lazenby. Yes, everybody's yes, better, everybody's than better than Timothy, Timothy Dalton. Dalton. But, like what? Right. License to Kill. You're, hold on, you're gonna tell me that Die Another Day? You're like, yes, I'll watch that right now, please. Die Another Day and License you, to Kill. Right? You. First, Timothy Dalton was licensed to kill. Die License Another Day is Pierce Brosnan. Die Another Day is Pierce Brosnan. And right? they're, they're basically you the are you are comparing. Two different things. No, I'm no, saying no, 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 no. no. Let that's me not what I'm saying. Let me finish. You said. Pierce Brosnan was a shitty Bond. Shitty Bond. But you then are going to use the Bond move. Listen, he was a fine Bond who was cursed with not being in very good Bond movies. Oh, come on. So I said this. Pierce Brosnan, not a good Bond. Are you telling me you would go watch Die Another Day right now? That's what I asked. Would you watch that movie right now? Would you choose to watch Die Another Day? No, not me. Maybe, maybe, maybe Brian would. I, I'm not watching Die Another Day. Brian, would you I'm watch Die ever. Another Day? I'll fucking put it in right now. I own them all. I'm like, I know you do. I'm saying if you could watch a movie right now, right now, would Die Another Day be even on the list? Possibly, depending on the no, mood I'm in. God, what? Ridiculous. How? If the mood you're in is like, like, hey, let's watch a shitty movie. I can watch Mrs. Doubtfire or Die Another Day. Like, Which one are you picking? If, if, if I'm holding Mrs. License, Doubtfire is a classic. Wait. It, Mrs. Doubtfire is a classic, and don't you dare besmirch anything that Robin Williams. And Goldeneye is a wonderful, wonderful. But, Bond okay, movie. okay. But if I'm holding, but if I'm holding License to Kill, and I'm holding Goldeneye. Okay, why are we talking and, about License to Kill now? Timothy Dalton. Uh, Timothy Dalton. If I'm holding License to Kill, and I'm holding Goldeneye, I'm and Goldeneye. I'm holding any Daniel Craig movie. Oh yeah, I'm watching any Daniel Craig. I'm watching any Daniel Craig movie. Yes. No way. I'll watch GoldenEye before I watch Quantum Solace. No problem. You're oh, out of your I'll fucking do that. mind. I'll do that. No problem. I did not I, know like, that the yeah, three of I us. Didn't know, I didn't know you were a psychopath until just now. I didn't know I didn't know the three of us had strong Bond opinions. We've never talked about James Bond on this podcast. Okay. Can we all agree that On Her Majesty's Secret Service is the worst Bond movie ever? Yes. Okay. No. I'm okay with that. Really? It is the worst Bond it's movie. It's pretty out of all bad, of them, dude. Watch it again. I remember watching it because I watched it all. I just got into Bond recently. I remember watching that movie. Going, is this a? This is we're doing this. It was bad. Okay, quite bad. And George Lazenby is the worst Bond. Part of the reason why that movie's bad. I had no idea this was an opinion that we all had. This is crazy Listen, to me. In terms of Bonds, it is Sean Connery. Yes, amazing. Daniel Craig. All right, those two can flip flop it uh, depending on your mood. But yes, I would not put Daniel Craig above Sean Connery. No way. Uh, 
it depends on your mood. It could change. I, but yeah, I, I'm I, with you. I would. I would. Yeah. Roger I don't think. Moore. I don't think you're Roger, Roger Moore. Moore. Yes, yes, thank you. Good solid Roger three. Moore. Yeah. Then Fine. Pierce. Then Timothy. Then George Lazenby. <laughs> that is the order of bonds. That's like a, I, the problem is, I I give you like like Pierce Brosnan, Timothy Dalton, and Lazenby. They're like those are interchangeable. They're threes. like five A, B, and C. So they're, right? No yes, freaking yes, yes. way. Brosnan is there's, so much better. Wait, than is the those other three, two. and then there's a big gap, and then uh, the other one. I disagree. Yes. I disagree. I think I think you've got one A, one B, Connery <laughs> and and Daniel Craig. Correct. Yeah. Right. And then you've got Roger Moore at two. Right. And then you've got Ripley's Gaping Chasm. <laughs> right. Yes. And then the other three guys. Yes, I agree with you. Oh, my one. gosh. You yes. are I, so insane right now. <laughs> Pierce Brosnan is not that bad. He just did not have a great Dude, script. he was really bad. He was bad. not Bond at the right time. No, he was not he bad. Was, listen, he got, he got GoldenEye, and GoldenEye he, was great. GoldenEye was so much fun. Josh, you are the worst right now. Oh, God. Well, listeners, I have to tell you, I did not think that this was going to be a James Bond fight. So first and foremost, I, this isn't a trailer either way. So I just, who the fuck cares? So, okay, so this is my bigger point with this with this trailer, right? <laughs> Thank you. Josh, you said this is okay, right? Yeah, this is not a big deal. You gotta be worried about studios now just going, hey, this movie isn't really like ready yet. So let's do a stupid thing like James Bond did. And let's put out a, I guess we'll call it a music video, but we'll call it a trailer. And that'll be good enough for the fans. And this yeah, is how we get the last season of Game of Thrones is stupid like, shit like this. But you know, I don't care. Like, I don't give a but shit. But you should care because I don't I, want, I don't. I don't want other studios to, to start putting stuff out I don't, like this. I don't care at all. Sony. Someone hack them again. Make, make, make entertainment it's, fun again. It's the, it's the, the hype machine. Are you listening, media. Russians? Yes, and my comrades, could you kindly do MK Ultra here favor? Could you go ahead and hack Sony one more time? I would like to know what their plans are for the next Spider-Verse movie. That would be fantastic. Thank you. You mean that they don't have plans right now? I do want all the plans. I don't know why I switched to German for the moment, but it was there. I got good news. We can all get happy about something else. So some new news about the Ghostbusters movie. Ladies and gentlemen, the uh, the second immortal on this planet has decided that he will now be joining the cast. Paul Rudd will be joining the cast of Ghostbusters. And he put out a wonderful little video. The new, new Ghostbusters. The new, new Ghostbusters. But with the old, old Ghostbusters. But also the new, new Ghostbusters. So it's the new, new meets the old, old. Right. It's the sequel, but it's also the sequel that has the old people in it. So it's a pre-sequel of the pre-sequel. A sequel Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. All right. Uh, but Paul Rudd joined the cast. Sounds pretty awesome. The video was actually very, very funny, very cute. It had him standing in front of the, the firehouse talking about people come up and take pictures with it. And everyone wishes that they could be part of the cast. And then he turns and he's on the camera and he goes, well, I will be joining the cast of Ghostbusters. And I'm sliming myself right now. Right now in public. <laughs> I'm sliming myself. Uh, I'm excited. This looks so like a lot awkward. of fun. I told my wife, hey, uh, uh, Paul Rudd is joining the Ghostbusters cast. No one said my wife. I'm very disappointed in you. My wife. Thank you. And uh, she was like, yes, I'm already I'm already signed on board. Thank you. I'm already I will be watching this movie. I was like, all right, great. It's all I needed. You know, Paul Rudd was there. Very happy for it. Who? But who else? Uh, All the original, all the surviving originals, with the exception of. um, Oh, God. No. What's his name? He retired. No, Harold Ramis. Well, yes, he's dead. But um, right. No, what's his name? His wife got Rick cancer. Moranis. Rick Moranis. Thank you. Yeah, Rick Moranis. Yeah. Yes, I hope Harold Ramis isn't in this movie because right. that would be really weird. Be a weekend at Bernie's type of thing. 
Uh, or or Ghostbusters kind of thing, maybe. Yeah, maybe that be. Lord, I don't know if we necessarily need. So a... you're saying we're gonna get Dan Aykroyd and Bill Murray? Yes. Really? Yes. They have confirmed it. Oh, I'm very excited. <laughs> so very very happy. It is now time for my favorite hobby in the whole goddamn world, listeners. It's where I go around the internet. I find the weird. I find the obscure, and then I ask these two yahoos for their tech perspective. Uh, this one was actually this topic was suggested to us by a fan, Jim Cole. So you uh, didn't find this at all. This was not my. So Jim my Cole doing. found this. Jim Cole found this. So why why would you lie to me like that? Well, I went around. I found the weird. You didn't the scour obscure. for anything. You just you just let shit come to you. And then this one came. This one came to me, but I gave Jim <laughs> the the proper respect to say he gave us this topic. Yeah, but he found it. You just didn't. do the thing and interrupt him. You already missed it. It's already. <laughs> just want to talk about the things. Oh God! You should probably go. Ooh. Perspective. Disney releases luxury furniture collection with the coolest theme you can think of: Star Wars. And then you do something. You look at it like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then you, you scroll down. And you're like, wait, the how that cost what? Is this uh, like the race car bed, but we're Tie Fighters? Uh, listen, there's cool? a there's a lot of Tie Fire Tie Fighter inspired uh, furniture here. My favorite little thing was this was a a little Wookie rocking chair, like a little thing you would get for for little kids, right? Except for the fact, that holy it's hell, thirteen hundred dollars, right, right, thirteen hundred dollars, twenty seven hundred for the Tie Fighter, right? And and I'm over here like, this would be the most dope like patio set ever, ever. Right? Oh my gosh, this ever. lamp is awesome, but not two thousand dollars. But I, I'm not spending twenty seven hundred dollars on chairs. Right. Ever. I've got the, the the perfect, it looks like the MIB chair, right? It's got a little desk on it. You could go ahead and, you know, do some writing on it. Except it's $4,320. This is insane. Yeah, these prices are crazy. Like, uh-huh. this is, this I'm, is, I'm, I'm, I'm 100% behind the designs. I yeah. just, I don't, like, I don't understand are, the price. Are, are they made of, of actual Star Wars material? So there's a really nice Emperor Palpatine armchair. Is and, it made of Emperor Palpatine? It has to be. Or, or, or just I, I don't understand what it could be yeah, made of because it's four thousand dollars. No, that one's two thousand five hundred and thirty-five dollars. This is ridiculous. And there's a really cool lamp that has like lightsabers and looks like people fighting and it looks really cool. And it's like two thousand dollars. Like, what is going on with this? This is this is for rich Star Wars nerds. Mm. It's not for us. It's so it's like, <laughs> hey, did, it's for were the you, people who were in the Star Wars? Yeah, hey, you went to. You went to, to Star Wars in, in Disneyland, right? Oh, yeah. You were the one of the guys who bought the R2-D2s. I was. Have I got the furniture for you? That's right. He's like, yeah, so, oh, great. I mean, so they, they they could sell three sets so far. Just three. <laughs> right. There's three people who could decorate their five homes with this, though. They'll send, and they'll you'll s- have your life-size R2-D2 <laughs> and your ridiculous furniture, and it will be wonderful. You probably have a stormtrooper in your corner. <laughs> but, Brian, imagine that on – imagine those chairs, those TIE fighter chairs and table on the roof deck of the beach house oh, I stay at. Don't get me wrong. This would look great in the I love the state. idea. It'd be amazing. It would be amazing if there was an Airbnb full of this stuff. I'd be like, yes, this is where I will spend the rest of my life. I'm squatting here now forever. Squatters I'm squatting rights. here. Squatters I have rights. squatters rights. <laughs> you cannot evict me. I'm not leaving. Squatters rights. I was so happy to see this topic. I was like, oh, this would be really cool. Ah, I need a mortgage just to do this. 
Hope, hope everyone's refinancing their homes. <laughs> just, hold, can someone add this up? Let's just add up. If I want no, to no, buy no, it, no, 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 you, you won't have to because I'm putting it all in the registry. Oh, <laughs> y'all can go in. It's go incredibly in expensive. We're not going to add it up. Uh, wow. It's me going. Do I want a car? <laughs> Or or a no. Hey, you could get or a Ferrari a or you could get a patio set. <laughs> right. I mean, when you really think about it, isn't a car a moving chair? <laughs> Jesus. So I think I the car's thank, got more capability. I want to thank guess. Jim so much for uh, giving me this, this fantastic thing to look at and then literally pulling the rug out from underneath me. This was the, the, the cruelest topic suggestion we've ever gotten in our lives. Because I was really excited. I was like, oh, this would be so cool. And then I realized I, I would have to like rob a, a casino. I would have to pull an Ocean's Eleven heist. And let's face it, I mean, we're only three people. We need at least eight more people. Oh yeah, absolutely. I don't even know eight people. I only know you two. Yep. Look, I'm look. I, I can grab a plasma cutter. Like the three of us could pull a height. Like we listen. Have to none s- of us are fitting in that box though. No, no we don't have no, a tiny no, person. No, fit in no, the box. we'd have to. We'd have to sink the truck. We'd have to have scuba gear and a plasma cutter. And then once we sank the armored truck. We could just cut into it. But could we do it like that one Oceans movie where the heist is already done before the movie starts? And then this way I'm already done with it. Oh, that would be wonderful. I don't have to go through the heist. (laughs) Josh, I have a few uh, a few things regarding the world of uh, Apple that I think you and I definitely need to to talk about. I'm Brian. Perfect time to go get yourself a can of wine and uh, just kick back for a minute. Uh, Big news broke this this week, Josh. Huge news that Johnny Ive will be leaving Apple after 30 years uh, yeah. with the company. Uh, so for those of you who, who who maybe don't know why we're talking about somebody leaving Apple and why we're taking time out of the show to talk about this, Johnny Ive uh, was working for Apple for over 30 years. He was basically the head. He was the chief design officer. They gave him his own title at the, you know, the, the last few years. Uh, he was working for Apple when Steve Jobs came back. Uh, Steve Jobs was so enamored and so just, uh, just could just see the talent gradating off uh, this guy that he, formed an instant bond with him, made him the head of design, the man designed the iPhone. Uh, he helped design the iPod, the iMac. Uh, when you think about the iMac, remember when everything in like the, the, the 90s was like translucently blue? Like your yeah. phone, you can see the inside parts of it, a toaster, your iron. I mean, all these stuff had these weird translucent blue colors. It's because Johnny Ive made a computer you could see into it. Everyone copied it. Uh, so he's a big force uh, in Apple, and he will be leaving to start his own design firm. And it's it's if you're an Apple person, this, this is huge huge news uh i mean listen uh, love or hate johnny ive the, i mean the guy made the iphone he designed the iphone he designed the imac like i mean huge achievements in just industrial design uh that are seen throughout the world even now well, all right well calm calm down no come uh, on that's a huge change mac ipod iphone ipad apple watch iterations on imac macbook this is not this is not a small this is not a small change. This is not a small change. However, uh, I think it's time. I, I, I mean, honestly, the, the MacBook hasn't really had a good redesign since 2016, 2015, I think. Maybe oh, does the does does the MacBook really need to be redesigned at this point? Uh, yeah, I think I think it does. I think it's time for for a new design aesthetic. And why it? Because that was what Apple's job was. After everyone copies Apple and they say, okay, here's the next thing. I, listen, I, I love Johnny Ive. I love what he's done. I love the what what he can do. I love the fact he says aluminum. Uh, iOS 7, though, was... Aluminium. iOS 7 was his first taken to, to, to iOS, and he made everything flat and really kind of just made it 
really tough to use. He got a, a lot better. Bottom line comes down to this. Johnny Ive is a very complicated person with an apple, right? And and he worked on everything and stayed for so many years. I mean, he designed the fucking spaceship campus at Apple Park right now. I mean, his design work is unprecedented. The man is a knight. He's a billionaire, right? He can do whatever the hell he wants for the rest of his life. It's fine. Uh, I I do just think it is time to to get new design blood in, into Apple. I, I just think it, I think it's good. But his accomplishments are amazing. You would read half of his resume and just be like, oh wow, that guy did a good job. And then you continue to read and be like, all right, save it, save save some room for somebody else, Johnny. All right, like make way for somebody am, else, please. I am not. I I don't I don't share I don't share your optimism. Uh, I I do think that, and I and I think I said earlier in our group chat that I think that. Uh, Johnny Ive is the only thing that still ties Steve Jobs' vision to Absolutely. Apple design. I agree um, with you, and 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 I'm concerned about that. I'm concerned about um, Apple becoming just another tech company that pushes products out there to sell products, and not a company that takes the lead on developing the best possible version. Of that product. The thing is this. The, the way that Apple products look, the way that they kind of function right now are are still going to be uh, Johnny Ive-esque for probably the next four years, four or five years. They, they probably already have a lot of this planned and ready to ready to go and really at a point where you can't really stop, right? It's, it's too far into the machine uh, to go for. So I think we're going to see Apple's design stay that way for about four, four and a half years. But I think in the next five years is when we're going to start seeing some subtle changes and maybe even on the software side, we'll see a couple changes based on well, some aesthetics. And, and look, I mean, I'm sold at this point. Everything in my life is, is so integrated with the Apple ecosystem that it, it wouldn't matter who's designing it. I'm just, I'm hoping that someone picks up the mantle and continues innovating at the top echelon. Yeah. I mean, let's, let's be honest. Like, these products, regardless of its w- whether it's a phone or a tablet or 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 a uh, laptop, whatever, they lead the way yes. for the design of all the products in those categories. Absolutely, and and I just I don't want to see Apple fall off that. And Johnny Ive was a big part of that, and that's you know. So I'm you know I'm concerned. That's all. Did I hear something about um, he is retaining Apple as a client? <laughs> yeah, so he's starting this new firm called Love From, uh, which uh, was inspired by a conversation that he had with Steve Jobs. He says, yes, he will be staying on. Uh, he'll be doing this design firm. Apple will be his client for a little bit, but he is no longer an Apple employee. So that's obviously allowing him to, you know, finish so up basically a few things. What, what, what you're saying is uh, fundamentally he and Tim Cook do not see eye to eye. Is is I don't I don't know like there was buddy, a buddy buddy well, there's on. there's nothing there a, like there's nothing else this could come down to well no that's not true so uh, Johnny Ive has been wanting to move back to the UK because that's where he's from for years and decided to stay in San Francisco and I think the only thing that was tethering him to San Francisco and California and the US was Steve Jobs and finishing the the Apple Park the spaceship once Steve Jobs passed away. And once Steve Jobs left, I mean, I mean, that's a force. And and Johnny Ive is another force. And if you don't have the right level of magnitude to, to keep you, you're going to fall off. I don't necessarily think it's Steve. It's Tim jo- Cook. I don't think Tim it has Co- to be. Tim I don't Cook. think so. They had this really nice moment during the MacBook Pro uh, announcement after WWDC where they were sitting down talking about the design of the, the MacBook Pro. I mean, the Mac Pro in front of people. And 
they seem to be having a good conversation. But again, I don't know what the PR is. I, I don't know, man. I, I can't speculate. I don't know these guys. I don't know what their I don't know their feelings towards each other. It's not like a, I don't think it's a Scott Four style thing where this person obviously hated that person and they had to go. No, I don't think it's about hate. I think it's about a a, a, a difference of of vision. And and I think that um, Johnny Ive is about aesthetics, and Tim Cook is not. So that that's that, that's all I'm saying. It's not sure. an indictment. I got it's, you. Okay. Yes. Just I, I just think there's a a very different approach to the business, mm-hmm. and I Johnny has to do his own thing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so uh, Johnny, obviously, like we talked about, he'll be leaving Apple after 30 years of service. He was in charge of design. It's going to be incredible. And like I said, I think keep an eye in the next five years, and we're going to start seeing some changes. Again, good or bad, I don't know what's going on, but uh, some big shoes to fill going on with Apple. Uh, all right, listener, uh, I'm going to be I'm going to be honest. Josh and I are going to uh, geek out a little bit about uh, the new iPhone software, iOS 13. If this is not your cup of tea, you don't really care about this. Thank you so much for listening. Make it while you're walking around your neighborhood or your drive to work. But for those of you who care and dedicate themselves to this show, I think you're going to enjoy this. I think you're going to enjoy what we have to say about what the software is going to be on your iPhone in, in the next few weeks. Uh, so uh, Brian is is gone. He is he just he vomited. Oh, he checked out. Yeah, he peaced there out. is there is a a smoke uh, in the shape of Brian uh, <laughs> now in front of the computer in front of him. He's he is just gone. Um. So uh, Josh and I, we uh, installed the public betas of iOS 13 on our phones not recently. Public. They're not public yet. Yeah, they are public now. It's a public beta. We installed iOS 13 beta 2, which was not public. It is public. That is the public beta. Beta 2 is the public beta. Is it? Is it beta right now? Yes, it's beta 2 right now. When they released beta 2, it was also the public beta. It's way too early for a public beta. It is early. It's so let me early. let me start off with this, listeners. Uh, I, there's a lot of people who are adventurous when it comes to this kind of software, like us, right? Who install it on our devices, and we like to see what's going on. If you are not tech savvy when it comes to your iPhone, and I mean on a on a scale from one to ten, you're at uh, an eight point nine and a, and above, right? Do not put this on your phone. Okay, just don't do that. A, a lot of things are broken. A lot of things don't work. If you rely oh, on your phone. You're- you're being you're being you're being ultra critical i don't i don't think no. a lot of things are broken a lot well a lot of nah, a lot of things are broken not not i don't an, i don't in a terrible way not an unmanageable way but things are broken just not the way that you're used to using them there there are apps that don't that don't work well with ios 13 beta 2 for sure um but i think that the the native features um far outweigh sort of the downside of apps that don't work. Yeah, but the problem is the main like the major apps that people like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, those apps. I have that no issues with those. Okay. Listeners, C- CJ is being CJ's being overly cautious with you because I don't want to like, be in trouble for breaking your That's right. Yes, he absolutely. wants like he wants to be able to disclaimer himself. Yes. Here's here's what I will say to you. If you understand um how to reset your phone using iTunes like reinstall your software which i don't think is really a a big task so to speak so like if you're capable of backing it up and then reinstalling a restore file then you should try this out because it's a really great piece of software yeah i i will definitely say i'm I'm trying to cya when it comes to to this just oh you sure are i don't want to be i don't want to be the podcast where someone goes hey i broke my phone and then now i have to spend 30 minutes on a 
Google Hangout explaining how to how to fix your phone. I just it's guys, if you it. break your phone, um, I, I, like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spend you know hours walking you through it. But like if you if you text me because you bricked your phone, I'll like I'll help. How are they gonna text you? Your their phone is bricked. They can use their <laughs> MacBooks. That's true. Uh, let, I've I've been really enjoying it. I, I put it on my my iPhone 10R after I was done road tripping to Florida, so I, I was not gonna run a beta while I was traveling like that. Uh. Dark mode is, has been fantastic. I'm enjoying it so much. Uh, I love the new CarPlay. Have you used the new CarPlay yet, Josh? Uh, have I used oh the new CarPlay? <laughs> Listen, nerds, I will tell you this. Listening to our podcast on the new CarPlay with the new setup and the way it looks and, and my favorite podcasting app, Overcast. Oh, man, it's so much It's so much nicer, really easy to control. I even checked out the native podcast app. That was really good, too. Um, being able to do a couple things at once. Oh, on yeah. See, I, I, I'm switching to Apple Maps right now. I'm actively switching to Apple Maps with the new uh, you should. iOS 13. You should. And the way CarPlay works is it allows you to have your navigation open on a little tiny screen on the left, as well as showing like next turn. And then like you're now playing. It's everything I've ever wanted from CarPlay. Hey, hey, CJ. Yeah, hey, Josh. How uh, how often do you say find a site or an article or something and want to share it with somebody. Oh, all, all the time, every day, all the time, right? Yes. Every day. Right. So iOS 13, um, the people that you most frequently interact with, they all come up in, oh, yeah. in your like, like as soon as you hit the share button, they're all there. So instead of it being three, four, five clicks or a copy, add to home screen, then share it's, it's share, yeah, and then click the person, and you're done. Yeah, the share sheets have been have been upgraded, and not and not only that, but like the ability to like the the way that the interface, you don't have to scroll anymore. So like, right. if you wanted to just add it to your reading list, if you wanted to print it, if you want to add, you know, create a PDF, everything is right there. It's it's so intuitive. It's great. Here are the the two. Little like besides the tent pole features, the two things that no one really talked about a lot uh, about iOS 13 that I think are fantastic and are probably the best features I, I've seen in a while. Uh, when you now open up your iMessage, it says, hey, do you want to choose a picture to display of yourself? And we'll share that right. with your contacts, because right. I have a picture. Josh, your picture right now is of a scotch and a cigar. Right. And you're you're going, how the hell did you even like where did you even find that picture? Like, that's like a weird ass picture of me. Uh, and I'm like, oh, I don't know. Like, I think Twitter, like in five years ago when they had that integration, just kind of right. scraped it was, everything. It was, right? Yeah, it was forever ago oh. at the Mercantile Club in a <laughs> Right. Or like, oh, hey, I I, I don't have uh, our one friend in our group chat. I don't have their picture at all. So they just show up as the initials. So I'm like, I don't have their fucking picture. I'm not going through to, to find that. And now iOS is like, pick the picture you want to display. And then we'll sync it with with your friends when you're in a group chat or something like that. We, yep. we got your back. You get to choose it. You want to be an emoji? Fine. You want to be a real picture? Fine. You want to take it yourself? Go whatever you want to do. Uh, that part, I mean, that's going to save me a ton of time. People can put out their picture, right? So they get to choose. They get a little it's more very control cool. over it. Yeah, absolutely. That's very really good. Cool. The other one is the one that uh, the super nerds, the people on the, the, the 10 scale of iPhone usage uh, are loving and uh, it's the new shortcuts uh, capabilities, the ones on the shortcuts app. So we've talked about shortcuts, right? With our random game of finding stuff on IMD, on uh, uh, Amazon and, and Netflix. Yep. So number one, instead of having to def- download the app yourself, it's just pre-installed now. Yay. But number two, <laughs> and the perhaps the coolest feature with shortcuts is now you can use 
NFC tags to invoke actions on your iPhone. This has been on Android forever and a day from like Android 2.0, right? You've been able to use NFC tags and make it do things. Uh, so I'm going to purchase, a, 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 I have a 25 pack. I'm just going to buy these little stickers. I'm going to set up a shortcut that I'm going to put one by the my armrest on my chair. I tap it. It turns off my lights. It opens up the remote app on my phone and it lets me go ahead and put something on the Apple TV. I'm going to have one by my car. I tap it. It's now in car mode. It's going to gather up the directions for work. It's going to start playing my podcast playlists and I'll plug it into CarPlay. I'm going to do another one for going to bed. I tap this little tag. Boof. It's now on Do Not Disturb. The brightness goes down and the volume goes down as well. And it sets my alarms. Does it say boof? It does say boof. I'm going to make it say boof. Okay. The little audio, little, little audio yeah. thing in there. Boof. Yeah. Boof. And it's going to do it all. That's incredible. That's that's a lot of fun. That is super nerdy stuff. That's stuff that you got to dig around and play with to, to set that, that all up. Is, uh, that, that, that's all great stuff. It's not my, it's not no, my favorite so. thing. My favorite thing is that it converted my memoji into stickers <laughs> i gotta tell you listeners listeners this has been josh's number one feature and it it absolutely is my number one feature uh initially and and when i created my memoji it was like the day they were released so i had very limited features and now i've been able to change it so like so now like my memoji has a a, a backwards <laughs> flat brim cap on damn right it does uh, and like you can like I, I mean, you know, I, I'm in different positions based on the sticker. Um, it's very cool. Um, I love using it. I love sending it out to people because it. It's like, CJ, does it not look exactly oh, like me? One hundred percent. I don't know how you did it because my emoji kind of looks like me. Josh nailed it. Josh, like I found all the settings that make me. I did. I did. I found all the settings that make me. They obviously um, were using I, my face ID to make my own emoji, and they just did it for I me. Made, I but I made it. one for Laura and for Christian and for Zoe. I did one for Lily I, too. Yes. Yeah, I mean, and they're great. Like, just so the fact that iOS 13 has converted my emoji into a sticker that I can that I can use as an emoticon is a really really cool thing. So instead of you know the laughing crying face, I can put my laughing crying face. With a backwards hat on, or and it's or having it's to fun. send someone an emoji, but then like it also records the audio, and you, you don't want to do that. You just want to stick your ten out to somebody or go like boom. Right. Uh, now right. the sticker just does the work for you. Yeah, it's it's, it's so good. It, it's my it's my absolute favorite feature of iOS. 13. You and thirteen year old girls love that feature, but you use it a lot, and it's fantastic. I, like, and the thing is, because it looks so much like you, I can't get mad because it's fantastic. I'm like, this is perfect. I can't put my own stickers on there. It doesn't look like me. Josh figured it out. You got his to just look 100% like him. It does. I'm so annoyed at how well it they looks, work for you. It looks exactly I'm like I'm so me. pissed that they, that they, they made, made it look so good. I'm, I'm so good. I mean, what was the other feature that, again, not like the dark mode and that stuff, but like what was the, any other features that you really enjoyed? Yeah. So I, I honestly, um, the way that this, uh, this iteration of iOS, I, it's just very intuitive. It's not about um, any one thing specifically, but what I've noticed is that it has significantly reduced my clicks. Yes. I have to do less. Yeah. Right? So, like, um, the 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 operating system anticipates more, um, puts more in front of me, and I have to do less with it, which is actually, um, 
it's really it's really great and, and it's sort of unexpected like i didn't think this would reduce clicks like it did but it it i mean especially the sharing part has been um a huge deal yeah. and then um certain things like uh even like email and the way that you navigate through your messages um that's changed a bit that's been that's been pretty cool um and then, uh, like you said, CarPlay. But I use CarPlay um, very differently. Uh, so the, the the Do Not Disturb feature in CarPlay. You use the, the the driving one. Yeah, I do. Oh wow! Okay, um, wow. Yeah. So like when I'm when I'm driving, it you know it it'll it'll send a message saying, "Hey, um, hey, I'm motherfucker, not I'm driving." Spawn right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that like that's cool. But the the difference is with the way that CarPlay functions now. Um, if I do like, if I, if I get to a stoplight and I do need to check my phone, it doesn't disturb what's happening on the screen. Yes. Yes. Which is a total I, departure from what from it the used previous to version. It used to mirror whatever your iPhone was doing. And That's I was right. like, Hey, are and, you in and, navigation? And so like, I'd be in navigation and then I need to like send a text or something. I can still do And that. now it takes me over to text. I'm like, fuck, now I don't know why I need to make this turn. Right. And now it, right. it doesn't do that. Yes. It doesn't do that anymore. Yeah, so I can still great. be in navigation and respond to a text, yes. even if it's not using voice. And and it's not like I can't do it, but sometimes, you know, punctuation's important, right? Like, you know, I, I uh, truly let's, let's eat, comma, grandma versus <laughs> let's, let's eat, eat grandma. grandma. I truly believe that they should put in a feature for iOS users, right? For when you're doing an iMessage, either a little icon or something that indicates to that person, hey, this message was sent with Siri, so like forgive the the bullshit. Like put a little microphone icon next to it said this was dictated. Just something that right. so I can know something. Right. This this Josh knows how to use grammar. Please, He's not an idiot. Please, please He's blame just the computer. driving. Please blame the computer. Um the the other thing that I, I really like, and this is more from uh from just my usage of what we're we're looking at, was being able to rotate a video. When you have a video and you're like, oh, I like the phone was only half halfway. I, I thought I was recording portrait, but I but I I wasn't. Whoop, you can now go ahead and rotate a video right there in the photos app. I, I know oh, I haven't I, I haven't tried yeah. that. You can do that in the moment. Yes, in the not in the moment. After you've done the after you're done the video. If you're watching it going, oh shit, it's supposed to be the other way. Press a button, rotate it the other way in a video. And I know that sounds like crazy. Like, why is he? And the video's like, oh, we we actually did capture the whole the whole Right. Yeah. You ever just like. Are you serious? Yes. It's fantastic. It's the best. I have had a a few. That'll be helpful for Laura because she can't manage to capture a video in landscape. I've done that thing where I'm like, I'm I'm doing, I'm holding my phone, but also like making sure that one of my children doesn't like swan dive in, you know, their face into like the dirt or something. So I'm holding it kind of cockeyed and I was like, oh, fuck it recorded the whole thing portrait. But like the phone is sideways and it's recorded everything sideways, but it didn't fully rotate. So I look like an idiot. Oh, okay. Just rotate the video. Ta-da. I don't look as dumb as I, as I thought I would. Uh, or get an app to, to do it for me. It's just now. That's very cool. It's just built into it. Um, I I know you're very gun ho with go ahead. And if you're good enough installed, I'm I am weary about telling people to install the beta. No, I look, I think I think once you get past beta one, you're you're probably OK. Um, there there will look there. There will there will be some glitches. OK, there there's some there's some software I use for work. Yeah. Um, that does not 
Um, CJ, I'll be I'll be honest. Salesforce does not play nice with beta two. Salesforce doesn't play nice with anything. Uh, it, it has not been nice. I've had to do everything on my computers. I I had the same um, thing with Outlook and my email for work. I couldn't uh, access yeah, that. Con- concur. Yep. Concur does not play nice. I I was not able to book any trips uh, on my phone. So like. It, look, if if you have uh, professional apps that you use that you rely on on a daily basis, probably, you know, beta two isn't for you. But like, if you're if you're just a casual phone user, beta two is yeah. great. Or if, if you, you have, really, it's a lot of fun. If you have even one of your older iPhones still laying around, if you have an iPhone seven or an iPhone eight, just kind of chilling around. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go. Uh, I wouldn't go earlier than. No, seven. no, I wouldn't go earlier than seven. Put it on there, and just you'll will notice your phone is faster. Like it's it's faster. It just it just performs a little bit better. Uh, so it's really cool, really interesting. Uh, uh what one one thing? It heats up like a motherfucker. Oh well, that, again, that's beta. I mean, this, that's the beta. no. I I get it. What I'm what I'm I'm just I'm just telling people. Yeah. Like your phone's gonna get hot. You're gonna get some battery drain. Have if you're it. here's the the best part, uh, Apple opened up the 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 betas to the public, so uh, the whole public can test it. You don't need to be a developer. You don't need to pay money in order to run this. If you're interested in in doing this, if you're like, hey, I'm I'm curious, uh, uh, let me know how, how we can do this. Here's my recommendations. I have three recommendations for you to do this. Number one, if you're interested, go register your device on Apple or just Google it. How do you register for the public beta? So do that. Uh, number two. Hook your iPhone, your current iPhone, before you do any of this stuff, into iTunes and do an encrypted backup. Back it up. Why yep. Why an encrypted backup? I'll tell you why. It saves all your login information. So, like, if you go to open Facebook instead of having to log into Facebook, which you haven't done in three and a half years, and you don't remember the password, it's always just worked on your phone. <laughs> all right? This, this saves that stuff. Same thing with your Instagram. Same thing with all your emails. It saves your text messages. It's everything. Everything is saved. Back it up, wipe it after you're done. Wipe it so it's a factory fresh phone. Install the beta software. What what CJ's saying is you want to go to settings, general, erase all content and settings. No, I want you to do it on iTunes. Uh, Press the erase phone. You want to do a zero wipe. A zero wipe. I want you to get it from iTunes, not from the cloud. Oh, wow. Okay, CJ's having you go hard. Wipe it out. Install the beta and then restore from that encrypted backup that you just made. Then all your data comes over on iOS 13. All your text messages from the last time that you sent a text message, everything comes over. It's doing it from the computer, not from the cloud. You'll have less issues that way. Okay. When you guys have questions about that, just hit me up. (laughs) (laughs) Get me to it. It's fine. I just, I'm telling you. What CJ said, uh, I understood, but likely not fucking anybody else did. (laughs) So uh, when you have questions, just hit me up privately, please. And and I'll I'll walk you through. Uh, Bottom line, your iPhone is going to have this software in a few months. Uh, It's going to be fun. It's going to be a couple changes. You're going to love dark mode. Uh, and you're going to love the emoji stickers. I think you're going to have a lot of fun. And then super nerds who are listening, listen nerds who are super nerds, come talk to me about NFC stuff. Tell me what tell me what you got. I, I'm curious to hear what what uh, what ideas you have for NFC. It's like you and three other That's people. That's fine. Like me and Craig Phillips and like <laughs> like maybe somebody else. I don't That's know. That's right. That's right. Go ahead That's and right. hit me up. I want to talk about the NFC stuff. All right. Uh, listen nerds who suck around for this. I, can I give you a virtual hug? Is that okay? I'm gonna, you know what? I'm going to give you a hug. I'm going to give a shit if you don't think it's okay or not. Here you go. Oh, yeah. Thank you. 
All right, listeners, thank you so much for making us your walk around your neighborhood or your drive to work. And we will see you all next week. Well, welcome to the club because you are that kind of nerd. I don't know. I love watching Grease for the 18,000th time. <laughs> uh, dude, uh, fifth graders don't do Grease uh, because um, it's, about, totally do. it's about coercing sex. So, no. No, it's not because it all takes place in Sandy's head. There's a whole song <laughs> about not coercion. Coerced. It's not coerced. She she makes it up in her head because she's dying. <laughs> it's just, her, so, brain, sounds it's like just her brain slowly running out of oxygen. Therefore, it's even, okay to talk about risky subjects. I don't even know matters. what's happening right now. Do you Have you not heard that before? So no. think about this, Josh. I really want you to think about this. At the end of Greece, what is the end of Greece? The last minute and a half. I don't know. They wham a lam a bang a shingle shingle dong. There's a huge musical number. They get into, right? They all speak gibberish, right? They all are speaking gibberish. They get into a car and they f- drive away into the clouds, into the sky. The car just flies and then she waves goodbye and it goes to black. It's her brain is shutting down, man. She's in the hospital? She's in a coma. Remember, it all starts with the fact that Danny had to save her life, right? The theory is that Danny didn't save her life, that she drowned on that night. I saved her life. She nearly drowned. And the whole movie is her brain dying. Yep. It's her brain dying. Just dealing with the last few moments of her life. I don't like either one of you. Because it makes perfect sense. That's the problem, right? I don't like either one of you because you've just ruined Grease for me. (laughs) Oh, that's what ruined Grease? Not the fact that they say that Grease Lightning is, quote, a real pussy wagon. Well, that's have not a problem. It? It, well, have you seen it? And the chicks I mean, will cream for Grease Lightning. And we're like, yes, children, do. listen to this song and sing along with it, please. They do. I'm good with it. That's the part that you're like, oh, yeah, we're cool with that. Stock I think that's all why I play Mario became, Kart. Uh, Stockyard Channing. She became like first lady. Stockyard Channing there. did become first lady of the United States of America. That's correct. Right. Yep. There you go. You're I got right. that, the, You know, she, yeah, that all came from Grease. <laughs> it all happened that way. If you don't know what we're talking about, watch the West Wing. No, I'm good. I don't even know what artisanal means. Just handmade. What it is, has what is artisanal? artisanal. Just it's something. It, there, there's cheese. I know there's cheese. But hey, hey, but seriously, uh, can I have my cheese? Uh, <laughs> sure. The buddy. cheese stands alone, Josh. <laughs> Give me that bullshit about uh, omelette du fromage. My wife knows. And my wife. wife. <laughs> no, I would like the record to reflect this, Josh. I have a short story to share before you, you go ahead and pop out of here, Brian. <clears throat> we're at work today, right? Today? Today. Right, we're at work. Okay. And I look over next to Brian, who is uh, uh, te- temporarily annexed uh, the desk next to me. And I see him, uh, I hear a little slurping, slurping on a little beverage. Turn around and uh, the man's got a LaCroix in his hand, sir. Oh, no. He's, He's drinking the seltzer. He's drinking the seltzer. And I was like, oh, how was your LaCroix? And before thinking, he was like, oh, it was really good. I was like, oh, yeah, what flavor was it? Because that was mango. And I was like, oh, sounds like you enjoyed your seltzer. <laughs> sounds like maybe somebody's been getting shit for drinking the seltzer for how many months on this goddamn show. And now suddenly... LaCroix comes into your hands. Oh, and the someone else fine. decides to drink the seltzer. I get he did confirm that the mango was like mango, but you were yelling at it from like three miles away. 
But he was, was drinking the seltzer. Someone threw a mango at the side of my car, <laughs> right. and that's what flavored and that's my LaCroix's seltzer. Mango. But I would like the record to reflect that I am not only I am now not the only seltzer drinker on the podcast. There are other seltzer drinkers. All right, there are other seltzer drinkers. That's fantastic. I can't I can't deal with this. Uh, I I think I don't know if I converted him. I, it wasn't me. Let's be honest. It wasn't wasn't me. But I'll take credit for it. I will. I need to lose weight. <laughs> This is what that's I'm not doing. how I just want you to know that's not how seltzer works. Otherwise, <laughs> no, I would be a slime motherfucker. You know how it does work, I'm not taking credit. And Brian's like, I gotta lose weight. It's not my fault. It's not. I apologize. It's not my no, I need to apologize for the for the seltzer in my life. And then let me be clear: <laughs> I'm not claiming that the seltzer water is going to cause the weight to go off. But that's all but you, you keep know. Saying. What has no calories? Jesus Seltzer. Christ! I'm like, oh, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I'm a and he's like, oh, that's not calories. mine. And yeah. I never seen it. Was that an before. instant. As soon as he realized what I was doing, he was like, oh fuck! I just gave you the satisfaction of drinking. Oh the my video. god, that's so great! Oh son of a bitch! <laughs> yeah, you are the worst. And I was celebrating and dancing around. And I was told, I was told everyone to bring me the finest bagels and muffins in all the land. Oh, the finest bagels and muffins in all the land, Josh Lyman. Victory is mine. Victory is Victory's mine. Victory is mine. Yep. You feel good Great about yourself, buddy? Great glory in the morning. Victory He's is mine. mine. You, you feel good right now? Yes, I do, man. Donna. Yes, man. I do, Donna. Bring me all the finest bagels he, and muffins in all the land. He managed to land uh, a John Mulaney reference and a West Wing reference. Mm, all I feel once. real good about this. I don't. This is totally Cena, but I <laughs> it is, feel it great. Is really, it is really a spectacular display <sighs> of CJ's acumen. Is really what we're really dealing with right, right now. now. I feel good about this. I feel like in my belly. 